0: Good morning, PM. How your you boys get here I am here for the breakfast show. I got a breakfast crew member in the building. I, I won't say I got a breakfast crew in the building, but I at least got one member in the building. I got half a in the building. Half a said hello to the people.
1: What's going on, man? Everybody, man, Me and Neff about to hold it down. I mean, I'm not his first choice. I'm not. I'm not his tenth choice. But you know, I, I jumped in. You know, to, to, to help to help out. Well, if I get the shot,
0: then you know it's all good. <laughs> be my first choice all day. Um, we are here for uh, the breakfast show. It's been a long time. You know, work, life, all that good stuff. Uh, it's been uh, very, very busy. So, um, but I'm happy to be here. We're happy to talk some PML. It's been a while. Hefe, uh, what's been going on in PML for you? Before we tackle other things, how's PML been treating you? Um, I don't know the last time you spoke
1: with the people. Oh man, it's been a while, man. For me, it's been a, a turnaround. I started off zero and five, and my last eleven games, I've been nine and two. So oh, you know, a, a good a good turnaround. And two of, two of those games were, were CPU games, admittedly, but the way people are losing the CPU, I'm going to count those. You, <laughs> should, you should. People are getting so, worked by the CPU. People are getting, people are getting worked by old, low overall CPUs. So yeah. I think last year a lot of people were like, yeah, I'll take a CPU game. This year people are like, either trying to take a forced win or <laughs> trying to get that, that uh, user to play because nobody wants to play the CPU. So 9-2 in my last 11 games. So uh, turnaround, man. Um, you know, just get, got the reps in and, um, you know, it's a whole different ball game. Still got it. I even have a chance for the playoffs. It's a slim chance, but, you know, get in the playoffs, but I think we could be a dangerous team if we hit the playoffs.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's time to figure it out. Um, what, what, what led to the turnaround, would you say? What's, what's, what's led to that turnaround?
1: Uh, man, a, a lot of things. One was the reps, you know, um, I think I had a little bit of mad and fatigue. Um, Coming into Madden 23, so I, I did get the reps that I should have combined with the travel schedule. So just actually just picking up the reps, you know, trying, you know, once you see things, you kind of know how it works, understanding what plays work well for you, and then having to get out of the mode of last Madden, you know, of certain plays, certain routes, and um, you know, really just figuring the game out. To be quite honest with you, then you know, playing football instead of playing Madden, and you know, not getting lazy in my play calling. And then it you know you get lot, enough you get enough people football. saying,
0: a lot you more a, football than uh, uh, previous Madden.
1: Oh, a ton more football than previous Madden. And then when you get a you get enough people, you know, saying you get a victory, then someone saying, oh, it's a fluke. You're not going to win next week, and then you win next week, then they go, oh, it's a fluke. He's not going to win next week. So then you know you got to take that to heart. Like you know, you start saying, okay, now you start saying, I can't play Madden. And that's a different story. <laughs> so now you take some. If we
2: but can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
0: All right. Well, my headphones just like randomly died out on me. It didn't even go with the low battery; like it didn't give me a warning, it just died out. Um. So once I get back, that back connected, I'll be fine. Uh. But what I was gonna say is like uh, you were saying, you know, just playing football. I feel like this is the this is the best Madden for it. Just playing football. Um, you know, man to man, if you don't have guys that could beat man to man, then you, you might be in trouble. But as far as just playing football, this is the best Madden for. How do you feel well, about I, that?
1: I agree. I think gameplay wise, forget all the other stuff that we've been dealing with unsafe games, things of that nature. Gameplay strategy wise, by far one of the best Maddens we've had in a long time, and I think when you've played a video game, quote-unquote, for so long, and you've played math like a video game, you have to not be stubborn and just go and not be lazy and do what you thought worked in the past, and you have to actually adapt to playing football. And I, that was one of my issues was, I was because I didn't get the reps. So I was like, all right, let me just keep doing what I've been doing for the last five years. But you can't do that. It's a completely different game. So once I figured that out and I figured, okay, you have to call solid plays. Like, you can't call – you know, a, a certain play on a certain uh, down and distance. You can't call, any play. Play right. you can't call a certain play. play on offense or defense, on offense or defense. Even if you're on defense, you can't get, say, okay, you know, I, I, I can get by with this play. It's, it's no longer like that. You have to, you have to match yeah. up, call a right play, switch it up, and, and play football. So, yes, I agree with you 100%, man. This is one of the best Madden's uh, J-J- gameplay-wise. Game. Yeah, like let's like let's play that. This is probably this is probably the
0: best Madden gameplay wise and in, in a long time. But this is probably the worst Madden ever when it comes to C F M and the bugs that uh, go along with it. And the, even bugs and one like there's bugs everywhere in this game. Um, I don't know that side of things who who handles that. But the gameplay guys did their thing. Um, the guys that handle everything need need to uh, be better for sure. Um, I I wanted to ask you a question. Um, you know, because you know, you all want to receive some scrutiny. Uh, in previous Madden, you know, being a play action heavy, stretch heavy, you know, type your offense was people took jabs at the way you ran your offense. Now, I'm um, you know, I just played Q, and he, he mentioned I, I ran a lot. He said I ran 25 jet sweeps, which is an exaggeration. I would say it was in between 5 to 10. 5 to 10 is probably a, a good area it was. I can't tell you exactly I would have to go back and look. Um, but my whole mindset is, you know, I, I watched. I remember it was one game uh, for the Packers. It was either a Monday night game, Thursday night game. I forgot when it was. But I was watching it, and, you know, I watched the Dolphins play with their motion. But I was watching the Packers play, and every single play, they had a jet sweep action involved. So I was like, hmm, I wonder if I could take that and try to bring it into PML within staying in the rules. Because I've always been somebody that loves to have plays play off each other like consistently Mm -hmm. like uh there was one one night and i did auto motion and every play i ran had an auto motion so every all those plays ran off each other you know i could be running all one trap i could be running a counter i could be running a power based on emotion You, you just never know what's coming so i've always been that type of mindset where i'm like okay i could um i could run x amount of uh jet sweeps and play off that so I, I need to run jet sweeps as much as possible to get you to start respecting it and then once you start respecting it and having the user uh try to make up for any deficiency in your defense that's when i'm able to run that play action that fake and get get a big play out of it now how do you feel about that whole aspect um you know you got the McVays and the Shanahan's that run that wide, wide zone type of offense where everything is a stretch and then it's a play action off a stretch with a bootleg. Um How do you feel about that whole aspect of it? Like I, I've been one to, you know, call out on some gameplay, but I don't, I don't think it's unsound.
1: No, I mean, listen, <laughs> the, 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 the object of any good offensive coordinator is to a run the same play in different formations. B, make a lot of plays look the same. So if you are running because, you know, you have a million offensive coordinators, they'll run that reverse just to come back and hit you with a double reverse or just to come back and hit you with a double pass. So you want people flowing. You want to try to get the defense flowing one way so you can hit them with, so you can hit them with a counter. So there's nothing wrong with that. Two, you only run, you can only run so many plays in a video game in Madden. So yes, yeah. because you have to get those plays in, it looks like you may double up and triple up on those plays. But you only have a certain amount of time to try to get that going, so you can so you can yeah. counteract with your with your counter. So if it's working for you, like I don't have an issue with it because one, it's not like it's a cheese Game. play. It's
2: yeah. not like, yeah. it's
1: right. It's not like it's a cheese play. It's not like you're you're glitching out the computer. It's a strategic route. The, the issue. You know, if it, was a, if it was a cheese play where you're manipulating the AI, that's a different story. But if you're yeah. trying to run your offense to set it up for a counter to what you're showing, I mean, that's how yeah. you play football. Like, that's exactly how you play football. That's how every NFL team plays football. They set an offensive up. They they set plays up. It's, it's the same as running play action. They run, they run, run, run so they can hit you with the play action. That's the point of it. You run yeah. certain plays so you can, so if you're, if you're, the strategy is to say, I want to run some jet sweeps to get the get the the um, the, the other sir. coach following that jet sweep, so I can hit him with a counter, so I can hit him with a jet sweep play action, or so I can hit him with a, a fake jet zone because I want him to move. I want him to move that linebacker out of there. There's nothing wrong with it. I think that's very simple. It, it's silly if you're not doing it. And it's like you said, it's not game breaking where you
0: can't stop it. I've run into. Uh, defenses that were very, very difficult to set that up and to get my offense going because they 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 called a lot of cover three shells, a lot of cover one, and I had a lot of success against guys like Fallen and guys like Q that, you know, run a lot of cover two shells, two high safeties where you don't have that safety down in the box on the other side that can kind of, you know, cut off that jet swing. That jet. But like you said, it's all to build to a play later in the game. It's like setting up play action. So the way I – Cook, welcome to the show. Cook's here. Everybody, Um, just jumping in. Cook, uh, we're talking about, you know, setting up plays. And, you know, I was talking about, you know, when I played Q, I ran a lot of jet sweeps, and obviously he said something about it. Um, But I'm giving my point of view where it's just to set up my offense for a big play later later down the room, um and that's basically all it is it's not to be like oh i jet sweep it's it it has something to do with my quarterback being mac jones and not having to throw power um you know i'm kind of running that west coast type of offense where it is pass heavy but it's a lot of short passes with playmakers trying to do stuff in open field um so how do you how do you feel about it, Cook? I got uh, half face point of view on it. How do you feel about it? Like using, let's say, I run, I ran five jet sweeps, you know, in the first half, but that was to set up a, you know, a fake jet sweep zone or fake jet sweep, uh, you know, pass later on in the game. How do you feel about that?
3: Well, I think I got the unique perspective of uh, <laughs> I definitely ran more jet sweeps than anybody in my first year. In the CFM. Yes. And that was with the Miami Dolphins. The reason why I did it was almost out of necessity because that Dolphins team literally did not have a player over 70 overall on the offensive line. <laughs> so yes. they did not pass block for more than like two seconds ever. I, I, yes. and that was the year where defensive tackles, pass rushing, were like, if you had a good DT like Fletcher Cox or Geno Atkins, they would shed double team immediately. So like, yes. I, I didn't get a chance to do some teams, but unless I did that, so, like, for me, sometimes, like, you know, the RPOs, the jet sweeps, those are just out of necessity. That was the only way I will get yards. <laughs> or else I was dead in the water, you know? So, um, you know, especially in Season 1, I feel like if you are creative in, in that way and, like, you know creative ways to make your offense work, like, obviously you're not going to run jet sweep every time, right? You're not going to have to do that. But if you, you put in, like, four jet sweeps at half, like, I – I wouldn't knock it as long as you are not running the same thing, right? The same formation or something like that. Yeah. Um, or like the same RPO play. Like I and you know, maybe you mix in the occasional fake zone um like the fake jet sweep or the play action. Like you, you run different plays off of it. I, I think that's good enough in my book. Like everybody has their own definition of what's sim and what's not sim at the end of the day. <laughs> right, that's the F- one thing you worry about these CFMs. Someone's not gonna like something. It just is yeah. what it is. Uh, so as
0: long as you just keep it within the uh, rules, I, I think, like you know, like, good. so from speaking with you and Hefe, it's basically rhyme a reason. You got to rhyme uh, a reason to as to why you're doing it instead of just hey, I like jet sweep, so I'm gonna run ten in a game. Like if you're trying to do something to set the defense up. Because if you run, there's a lot of people that if you run jet, one jet sweep, they'll sit back and be like, "All right, he ran a jet sweep. He's not going to do it again." You know what I mean? Like they'll be like, yeah. "Oh, he's not going to come out and gun doubles and run a jet sweep. He's going to try to fake me this time." But if I run two in a row, they're like, "All right, then maybe maybe I got to worry about that. Maybe it's just not a fake, and I I can't just worry about that cross across the fields and you know that play." Um, but I think a lot of things. It's rhyme or reason. Like if you want to sit and cover three all day all game. And you have a rhyme or reason why you do so, and it's not just like, "Oh, cover three is just really good." Like, you you gotta have that rhyme or reason. Like, I I'm I'm sick. I got two good corners, and um, I'm, I'm I I don't have a good run defense, so I'm stacking the box, and I sit in cover three, cover one, and you know, I try to make sure that we're able to stop the run ball, having my two lockdown corners on outside, you know, maintain your wide receivers, um, you know, that type of stuff, um. That's
1: basically how I feel about it. And I, yeah, and if it's, okay. sorry, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. I was done talking. You can go
1: ahead. I was going to say, if it's truly a part of your game plan, who cares? Like, if you're looking at someone's depth chart and you see, okay, their receivers are weak, you're probably going to run more matching men because, it's like, I'm not going to yeah. give them time to get those receivers. It's, 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 a, it's a part of your game plan. If you – if you look at their line and you say, OK, their tackles are weak, OK, I'm going to want blitzes from that side because their tackles aren't going to be prone to pick them up you know, as quickly on that side. If I have a – if their right tackle is, a, is an overall 68, like, that's where my blitzes are going to come from most of the time because that, that awareness is not going to be able to pick those up. So if it's truly a part of your game plan, I don't see anything wrong with it. Like you just said, as long as it's not being – as long as it's not being – like Cook said, as long as you're doing it out of different formations and it's truly a part of your game plan, there's no issue with it. I mean, most people take an issue with it if you've done it, and they probably took the L, and they was have something to say or, or things of that nature. But you're not, you're not, you're not playing this Madden correctly if you don't come in with a certain game plan. You're not going to just call plays and think you're going to be successful this Madden. Yeah.
3: So
2: and, uh,
1: like,
3: uh, I, I was going to say that, like, you know, like obviously you can't just put every jet sweep in the game in your in your playbook and run. 20 jet sweeps a game and that's successful that's yeah, no. right and even with my my example i said four jet sweeps a half that's a lot i'll like, piss somebody off and if you're doing that yeah. every game that might be a problem but like, if you do it in one game like it, it is what it is sometimes if if you have a good reason for it my, my thing is if you have a good football reason for doing something like it, more often than not i can live with why you did it but if you are doing it every game then it's like all right then this guy like, if you're running cover three 90% of the game, it's like, all right, you're you not have
0: really.
3: No, you have no them. idea. you're running 90% of the game and different versions of a bunch, it's like, all right, you're, you're just doing that to do that. You know, like, you don't, you don't got a good reason. But, like, um, I mean, that one game would have to wildcat the whole game because all of his quarterbacks were suspended. Even though that was, like, not Sim at all, everybody understood why he did it. No one got mad because they knew that was the only thing he could do. And it was yeah. still one of the cooler things that's happened in PML, even though it wasn't really yeah. Sim at all, but it was all he could do, and he
0: he made a football reason why to do it. So, um, you know, during the game, and also, you know, like, the defense, what they show you on the field can also change. Like, I, there was one jet sweep I wasn't even planning for. Like, I was running, I was trying to run a fake off. So, I came out, and he had a man blitz, and early in the game against the man blitz, I got a TV off the jet sweep, so I was like, we're going to run the jet sweep again. We got we had a lot of success against a man blitz look. Ran it again, got another TD. I'm like, well, you're going to show me that man blitz look, and you're not going to disguise it in any way. And I know what's coming, and I already know what's going to have success against it. Why wouldn't I run it again? And you know, at this time, um, I'm not just going to put myself in a situation where I'm going to take a take a loss because I don't want to run the the same play from before.
3: Yeah, and like, just often, just so we're not using jet sweep as an example, right? So this yeah. year with the Giants, I've been running a lot of read option plays because I have Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. It's the most common run I've called this season. And it's just based on the fact that with the offense, especially with Daniel Jones at quarterback, I feel like that's the best way to move the ball, especially since most people commit to the quarterback on the option. Dakins, one defender frozen, Saquon Barkley the ball. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get Saquon the ball in the most opportune ways. So, it's my most common play. You know, that's probably something I'm calling at least four times a half, of three options out of different formations. And
0: it's just like that's why I'm doing it. You know?
2: Yeah, you have a
0: reason you want to give uh, Saquon Barkley a better chance. If they if they have a problem with it, they could be like Mole. Mole was a a big uh, a big guy as far as putting it on aggressive and usuring the quarterback. Putting it on aggressive, usuring the quarterback. And uh, that's how he played. You could do that. There's ways to counter, like even with the jet sweep, there's ways to counter. If you come out and cover one man, there's no, there's no variation of that jet sweep where it's beneficial to me. There's only like one play where that play action, uh, not the not the ones with the uh, the verts and the crosser, but the play action where the tight end kind of runs across the field, you can kind of get some separation there. Um, but as far as that, like there's really no variation of that jet uh, de- sweep that does well against cover one man because you have the extra guy in the box for that guy coming across the field as well as that man-to-man coverage behind it. And nobody really breaks on a crossing route or a vertical route unless the speed is just out of control, like Justin Houston on Joe Mixon out of, out of control um but enough about that uh cook we had a scare uh we're gonna i don't know if you want to talk about it but we had a scare where you almost you know uh dropped pml but thankfully for your fans and all the uh people that watch your youtube uh you're sticking around uh would you like to touch on that real quick um you know the whole situation
3: I, I mean, it's mainly just Madden, man. It's just, like, you know, my fourth game of the season didn't save, I believe, because, yeah, or something like that. No, third game of the season didn't save because of Madden, but I've also had another Farrison game. Multiple games lag out during the game. Um, or, no, it wasn't a the first one. My bad. I, I would have just woke up. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, like, all these, all these issues with the game, man, and I – I I just kind of had enough of playing the game. I was like, "What what's the point of playing this franchise mode if I spent an hour playing these games, maybe even more than an hour because two of my games went to overtime didn't save? It's like, what's the point of playing these games if what I'm doing doesn't save? And it's just like, oh, it's like what I'm doing in my franchise, right? And I'm like, oh, um, my rookie uh, linebacker gets his first career pick, takes it back for six. Oh, sorry, the game didn't save. Now that it didn't happen, I have to like figure out if he... Does he have a touchdown or not? I'm, well, I'm, doing these, um, I'm doing these videos, and that's a big part of it. But I'm doing these videos, it's like trying to keep up with the story. Like, oh, how many interceptions does he have? I don't know because the game we played last week didn't count. And the game before, I think he had a pick. I don't remember if the game lagged down in the second quarter. It's just that was increasingly frustrating for me. And, um, and then, uh, what was it, in the last sim – uh, we didn't have injuries off Saquon Barkley got hurt. It's just like, how the hell am I gonna tell everybody Saquon got hurt in a game he completed in overtime? Why he tripped in the in the locker room after the game? Like, it doesn't make any sense. So, there's it, just yeah. like
1: all all of that. He just pulled like, a, he pulled a grammatical. He got, he got hurt celebrating. He pulled a grammatical. He got hurt celebrating <laughs> yeah. after the game <laughs> on <of> the sideline. <laughs> on the sideline. Um, you
0: have every right to be fucking that uh, shit about it. Um, you know. I ran into a similar thing, Madden twenty. And obviously it's a little different when, you know, you have success and when I haven't success. It was a combination of multiple things. Uh but one of the main reasons is uh Madden twenty was the, the first time I think you were running into the no players on the field glitch and nobody knew exactly why. And it were like two or three games where I was making a comeback, I was down by one score and I was driving, and then next thing you know, there's no players on the field. And it's like, oh, now we got to recreate, um, you know, there wasn't momentum, but there was like a first, um, you know, one of those placebo type of things where you believe it's in the game, but it might not be in the game with momentum. Um, but, you know, I was gaining momentum, you know, driving on the side of the field to tie the game, and then the are no players on the field, and then, you know, we're either recreating, wasting time doing that, or doing, uh, you know, just taking the loss at that point, and, you know a combination of me getting into NHL and I was like, well I'm having more fun playing NHL. I don't have to worry about these dumb glitches. I can't even finish the game in And like why why would I be, you know, why would I deal with it? That? And it's kind of how I don't know if that's exactly how you felt, but that's kind of where I was like this game is just the fact that I can't complete a game and just play the game is just driving me nuts at this point. Um and that's that's basically why why I called it quit. So I don't I don't blame you at all for uh, the way, you know, you were were willing to call it, because I probably would have did the same thing at that point, especially with that many games, not saving.
2: You still hear me? Yeah, no, I can still hear you, but
1: I agree with what you just said. You know, I I agree with what you said about Cook, and I understand it was frustration. It only happened to me twice this year. And, I, and, was frustrated. After the, and I, I was frustrated after the second time, especially, you know, I, I completed a game. Zeke had like 121 yards, four TDs, and I had a, you know, pretty good game throwing the ball and some, you know, like two interceptions with some players that I needed to get some stats. And it was just all erasing. I can I can get what Cook is saying 100%. Like that, that's the big thing about it. It's just those stats trying to develop those players. It's like, yeah. you know, what it happens to you eight, eight, eight or nine times, you know, how's Cook developing his players? And then on top of that, you have to risk the injury in the sim, you know, that, yeah. that would, I would have probably gone over the top too. I don't think Cook would have gone over the top if it was a backup who was injured, but the fact that Saquon was injured, I mean, I would have kind of gone over the top too. Yeah. Nah, and, I, and the funny thing is I, okay. I,
3: I put Saquon on the bench for that game because I was trying to get his usage down. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take some, some good out of this and not play Saquon in the sim, even though he played in the actual game. His usage was close to 80%. Cause like. It's no secret I've been using Saquon a lot this year. And he I think he subbed in for three downs somehow and got hurt. So <laughs> I just don't figure.
0: Yeah, it may, it's it's crazy how, you know, you, you took all the precautions to try to not get him injured. And he just played, like, three downs and found a way to get injured after playing a full game and not getting injured at all. Um, so, you know, we're happy to have you back. We're happy that the fans decided to keep you here, um, you know, <laughs> Uh, so that's good. Um, you know some things that actually have happened in uh, PML. Um, uh, we haven't been on since we had the change. Uh, KMac is gone, uh, as well as Isaiah Rogers. So we got a uh, we got Kurt who took over the Lions, right? And then we have Jay Clutch who took over the Colts. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. I so, just played Jay Clutch. Bye. Jay, how, how was he? How was he? Um, you know, just playing him in that game. Uh, where do you see him as far as fitting in that division? Um do you think he, he's going to be able to compete in that division? Do you think that division is too strong? And right now, it only has – it has problem, but he hasn't played since week 12. And it has Bubba and uh, Mike. Uh, how do you feel about his fit in that division?
3: Uh, right now, no, because right now he's rusty. Like, I I haven't played Jay since. I think, wasn't, I, I don't know if he played season five of Madden, he, I think he did. He might have played season five man, Madden 21, because that was the next-gen season. But I, I don't know if I played him, but I think, I, I think we did play that season five, part of it. But I haven't played him since. And he, he definitely looked like somebody that has not played any PML football or much Madden football uh, since then, because he, he was super rusty. Um, he looked like he was out of sorts with his team like didn't really know his personnel on that team um matter line was playing bad and um the game actually got out of hand like pretty quick even though like we were trading punts at the beginning he just uh you know, he didn't convert a fourth and one or something and the game just snowballed there next thing you know it was like 28-0 but um the thing was Jay Coach and I meet me and him were in the same division last year and we had good games just about every time I I don't think I watched any of the games, which might make my uh, view biased. But I, I I thought he was a, a good sim player. We had fun games. Um, we had the nice little rivalry where I drafted DJ Uyongo, he drafted Bryce Young, and we had that storyline going on for yeah. a, a little bit in season four and season five. So, mm-hmm. but like the main thing, I thought he was a good sim player. And I, I like you know, I was hoping he would be a good fit for the AFC South. I think he still can be. Like, um, you know, when he came into the league last time in Man 21, he made some good GM moves, to, like trade for Bryce and all, all this stuff, uh, move up in the draft. So we'll see what he can do in the offseason if he's allowed to make moves. But um, I, I think it's good he's back in the league. Can he compete right away, though? I, I, I saw last night he has some work to do, man. he might If he uh, gets on the sticks a little bit and freshens up, maybe he can compete with um, Baba, at least, the way Baba's playing right now. But um, as far <laughs> as hype Mike and I don't even know what problems are in that division. But as far as competing with hype Mike for now, um, I think hype Mike's still a level above these guys.
0: Yeah, hype Mike. Ever uh, since he got joining up, I don't know what it is. I have no clue what it is. It's like you have Trevor Lawrence, and you know he's the type of guy that you know you could build around, especially in Madden. You you could have your own thoughts and in, in real life, but he's definitely somebody you could build around in Madden, and he just. He just couldn't kind of play with Trevor Lawrence, but he got Jordan Love and his season turned around with it. And he's been using Jordan Love ever since. I don't know what it I'm is with low overall quarterbacks for him.
1: I you know what I think you know what what it is for me and I think Cook, you and I spoke about this with quarterbacks, unless they have like some outrageous abilities, most quarterbacks are plug and plays. I mean, let's keep her, you know, in, in Madden. Unless they have like just outrageous abilities like Aaron Rodgers or or some of the abilities that of Justin Allen has most yeah. quarterbacks are plug and play and you you know for your quarterback you have to be happy with your quarterback I mean you play better when you actually like who your quarterback is when you actually Appreciate who your quarterback is. So I don't think it's necessarily um something where you Can't where he can't like he's doing plug and play with uh, Jordan Love as opposed to caring, you know uh T-law because he actually likes playing with Jordan Love um, and I think he likes Jordan Love as a player because I remember last year he was trying to get Jordan Love for me. So I think it's more so in, in Madden, you have to like the quarterback you're with because unless unless your quarterback has just outrageous abilities, most of them, for the most part, are, are actually plug and play, to be quite honest. Yeah.
3: And, and to be clear, Trevor Lawrence is not that Madden right now, even though he has the superstar tag and the sophomore tag. He is a 76 overall currently. And, um, you know, his accuracies are in the eighty, but he misses a lot of throws. Like Hefe said, like, unless you have the right abilities, you're not making throws in this game. And Jordan Love's accuracies are close to 80s, 78-78, uh, and then uh, 83 mid-throw. He has the better release, which matters some. Um, so, you know, like, um, do I think it's similar? to do that? Absolutely not. But do I, do I hate on him for doing it, for switching quarterbacks? No, because... Um, I can understand how Trevor Lawrence can be frustrating how you can say, no, nah, I don't want this guy to be my franchise quarterback. Like mean, Me personally in that situation, I try to stick it out with T-Law for a season or two, even though it, it might not work, but that's just me. For him, he just, you know, he's more so looking to find ways to compete now, and I mentioned before, man, Hype Mikey is probably the most unique team builder in the league as far as his vision of what a good team is, right? He takes trash into treasure more than anybody else. The kind of guys, like, no one's really thinking about putting on their team, but um you know th- and then when he builds him up it's like oh yeah you know that sounds like a good idea like if he builds jordan love into an x-factor it's like yeah, you know i can probably do that and it's like oh yeah i probably should have built up like khalif raymond or something <laughs> kind of guys like that you know or rico gafford i, I should have built up rico gafford so uh, yeah it's just I, I think it's just his version of team building which is cool in a way because you know like no one's really thinking like him in that aspect and it, I, that's one of the cool things about pml to I me mean, is we have like just about thirty-two people thinking on thirty-two different brain waves, you know. Yeah, like. Yeah, no,
1: yeah. no, I was gonna say, Mike. Mike definitely loves a certain type of team. He, he you know, he likes a quarterback with some arm strength, and he likes fast receivers. It Doesn't matter if those receivers are sixty-nine overalls, as long as they're like 93, 94 speeding up, they're going in the starting lineup. Um, because he likes some of those. Um, deep crossers, you, you know, with the, with the uh, end coming behind it, and if he gets enough time, he's he's going to hit him, um, you know. And, but I think I think this Madden um, playing like that is going to be a little bit tougher than it was the previous Maddens to to keep doing that. I think you're going to need some 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 higher overalls just to sustain that.
3: Yeah, and the Jaguars have <laughs> guys that maybe aren't built for that kind of style, but you can make a scheme around it. And I think he's trying to do that with Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram, because they are by far his leading uh, pass catchers, which is the way it should be if you're playing with the Jaguars. Those are your two – I mean, those are your two only guys, to be honest. Like, no one else in that team is good at all. So, you're trying to find ways to get Kirk and Ingram the ball, and we're always doing that. And I, I, I played high Mike before he got Love, and, um, you know, I don't know what changes about his offense with Jordan Love over – Trevor Lawrence, I got something that might be a mental thing. I don't think he was playing bad with T-Law. Like, maybe it's just a mental thing. Like, yeah, now nah, I got my quarterback. I'm, I'm doing good. I'm yeah. sure Jordan I, likes
2: missing throws, too.
3: Yeah, he, it's probably
0: a quarterback thing where he's, like, maybe he doesn't he have T-Law. Uh, maybe he the lead. Like, um, it, it, could be, it could be a multiple, multiple things. Because when, you're, when you like somebody, like Kefe was saying, then you're willing to stick it out a little bit more when they have bad throws. You're not really blaming the quarterback again, down on the quarterback again, down on your shelf, And you you don't really pack it in, if that makes sense. Like, if you have T-Law, like, if he doesn't like T-Law and T-Law makes a bad throw, then he's spending the whole game hating on T-Law and saying, yo, I don't want this quarterback. But with Jordan Love, he's able to, you know, regroup and be like, all right, I'll fix I'll work with Jordan Love and fix what, what went wrong there and, you know, play a little better instead of just packing it in, if that makes yeah. sense. I mean, I, would, I would
3: know Mike is one guy that, uh, you know, can check out of the game for no reason more, more than
1: most. So,
2: you know, yeah, share exactly. what I thought
1: you said. Things that I had to do so, was I, I was not a Dak Prescott fan at all at the start. I was trying, I, I was trying everything to get rid of him. I was I was gonna go ahead and go with Cooper Rush and just try to get someone in the draft, but uh, then I was like, all right, he's not going anywhere, so I had to kind of make myself <laughs> like Dak Prescott, and you know that's why the the Cowboys are on a nine and two run. That's all I'm saying. But go ahead. Would <laughs> <laughs> <Damn, the nine laughs> <And that's,
3: laughs> I hate on him if you traded for Jordan Love and Bench? Dak Prescott, who's a superstar X factor, not even a superstar. By the way, EA what the hell? <laughs> oh no, no, I, I wasn't, I wasn't trade. No, I would definitely, I wasn't gonna trade for Jordan Love. I, uh, no, no, I had. It oh no, I'm just using that as an example. Right? You trade Dak for Jordan Love, right? We did what Mike did, and when I hit on am like But but I also understand, like I understand <laughs> and agree why the trade committee was like, nah, you can't do that in season one, especially because that's just never gonna happen. So.
1: I, oh, I understand. But, I'm not. I'm not blaming. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not blaming him anymore. I, you know, I was mad at first because the points matched up, but I can understand where they were coming from. So it forced me to like that Prescott, and and now I'm like, all right, I'm gonna keep him because he's actually starting the ball for me now.
0: So um, you know, I wanted the the AFC South is an interesting thing. I like turning it around. I like looks like like um he's starting to figure things out. Problem is 99.9% out of the door. If you're looking at it, he, he hasn't played since week 12. The rain's on the wall, pretty much for for that. Um, who who do you put it put in there? And why? Is it LQ? Is it drama? Is there somebody else that you could think of you put, that you put?
1: You put, put, in? You put drama you put in control. there. I'm I'm going to say you put drama in there. Here's why: drama is not going to lack confidence with the Texans. Even if he's losing, you're not going to tell drama he's not playing great. Somebody else may get the Texans and just check out because they're like, oh, I got the Texans. I started late, yada, 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 yada. Drama can take that. He can take that pressure that people are going to put on him. Because first off, you get the Texans, no one's going to expect a lot out of you, you know, from jump. And then obviously that's a tough division. But I just think with Drama's personality – he can take whatever comes with having the Texans, and I think that's that's going to be the most important part. You got to give somebody who can take it, who's not going to be frustrated, and in and, you know, in season three, well, I haven't been able to do anything with the Texans, and you know, I'm, I'm frustrated. You're still going to you know, talk his shit. They, they, try. They, right, and they end up checking out. You're going to get somebody. You get the Texans. They're not going to be in chat. They're not going to talk because you know they not They're not going to want to. They're not going to duck around that corner. Drama will still do it. Drama will still put his post out. He'll still you know talk his shit. And you know, he'll he'll make it you'll make make it work.
2: That is a very,
0: very good point. I didn't think about think about that, but that is a a, a very very good point because Al Q did that exact thing when he had the bears and things weren't going as well. The bears never rebuilt. He just blamed the team for you know his miscomings and he kind of did that already. So we the it's kind of it's funny how you mentioned that, and it's, I think it's between that, those two. I think they're the only real, really the only two, and Mally. Um, but Mally, I, I would say drama and LQ are both better than Mally at
1: Mally's best. Yeah, you know, you know, skill-wise, you're not giving drama, you know, you're not giving a lot of people Texans skill-wise, but I think I mean, you have yeah. to think who who's going to stay – interested, who's going to stay motivated with the Texans, who's going to stay involved with the Texans, I think out of the names that, that you threw out there, I think drama would be the one to continue to stay interested, yeah. you know, and not, and not let it, you know, piss him off that he has the Texans.
0: I agree. I agree. I think that's a, that was a very good point you brought up. How do you feel about a cook? Who would you put in there? And uh, do you agree with what Fa was saying It's his point about drama?
3: Uh, yeah, I, I also think Drama is the best fit for the Texans. I, I think Drama right now is first in the line for whatever team opens up, right? Like if I left Giants, Drama would be a first in the line for that. I think just about any team opens up. And the funny thing about Drama is he fits about in just about any division, right? Because he can play bad enough to be in one of those bad divisions, but he can also play up to his competition. Um, the Texans will be a, a tough one for him because Drama is not the kind of person I would give the worst team in the game. Right, like we gave him the Seahawks with Russ. Like we gave him Russ, and uh, he had the Eagles the first year I was in here, and then he had the Steelers. Right, he's never had like really bad teams like this. But um, it, maybe he can make the most out of it because drama sometimes makes good draft picks. Right, like he sometimes he gets good guys. Um, <laughs> and, big splash. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's really gonna have to lock into it now. I think the most important thing though is that we give someone the Texans quick. The problem is not playing. Someone has to use the Texans in the off season. That team cannot sit. Because then whoever plays with the Texans in season two, unless it's problem, is cooked, no matter what, because that team is so bad. It's already the worst roster. And if they don't make moves in the offseason, they're cooked. They're cooked. I mean, they already don't have their draft picks because problem traded them all away for a bunch of twenty-eight year olds.
0: So uh so the good news about drama again, the Texans too is there's nobody to trade that you say drama. What are you doing? Um, they all pretty much shit. So, um, but I, I agree. We got to get we got to get somebody in the Texans. Now, you know, I, sitting here, I advise you we we had came at last in the cycle and then last, You know, rub something rub the wrong way. Problems second time around, just not able to complete the full season. Um, um, me personally, I don't know how you feel, but me personally, I'm ready to just wash my hands with the whole pro player, um, fucking fiascos that we're going through. Like, I'm mm-hmm. all <laughs> done. Like, I, I, it's, it's cool. Like, it was cool, you know, having these guys in. But at this point, you know, this constant, you know, you, you're always, you're always on the edge of your seat, never knowing exactly what's going to happen or if they're going to stick around or anything like that. So I'm I'm completely I'm a, I'm I don't know how JT does it, but I I would completely be fucking fed up with the whole situation as far as babysitting these guys, chasing these guys, trying to figure out where their mindset is. Um, you know, it's different with a YouTube personality because you took your YouTube personality, Dino's YouTube personality. You're not necessarily a pro player. Um it's, I mean, it's
3: guys be easy. I mean, They still do YouTube sometimes, but go on.
0: It's not. It's not with the pro players. What it is is they they play so much Madden. They're always playing for money. Why would you even want to waste your time? You know, like yeah, they're not doing it. They're not necessarily doing it for the 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 YouTube content and the team building series. They're just they're just playing to play Madden and make some money. You know, they, oh. they I would say
3: the counter to that is that like some of these guys are trying to build up like a YouTube channel or something like that and. You know, this series would be a good way for him to do that, and I'm pretty sure problem trying to do that. But problem has been on and off of YouTube for I don't know how many years, so I, I guess that was always going to happen because, um, he, he's, always, he's always on and off in general, uploading on uh, off for any imagine And uh, came hey, back, hey. I came back with the example of a guy who can buy in and be like, okay, I can make this a series, uh, it just He never, like, he always had an excuse of why he wasn't doing it, which is his prerogative, but he always had an excuse why he wasn't, like, pushing the series ever, like, uploading more than, like, maybe once a season or something. And, but, like, I, I think that the argument for bringing guys like that in is if you could find one of these pro players that is trying to build up a YouTube channel or even a stream and feel like this is a positive gain for them, and something they want to do, and uh, it's hard to say have fun with a man 23, but the game is, but just, you know, build on it for themselves. then you, you still take shots for these guys, but it, they have to be willing to do that, right? If you bring in that boy, he has no reason to be in here. Like, <laughs> that was a shot in the dark. Guys like came back from. problem, I understand. Guys like that boy, that was a shot in the dark, because I didn't even know that dude streamed. I don't. I honestly never heard of him until he, he made the last tournament, which, you know, congrats to him and all, but never heard of him before. I so don't really know anything about him after. He's not really building up his social <laughs> brand. And a lot of those, those pro guys, man, like they are mainly streaming, like you said. So they are around the clock playing Madden and playing Ultimate Team, especially because that's the mode they make their bread on. Are they going to find time to play a 10-minute quarter Sims the CFM game? I don't know, but... But it is worth digging on. But it, it's hard, man. It's hard because a lot of these guys not only they have schedules, they have egos, and that has been a problem so far as well. Yep,
0: I agree. Um, you know, uh, Isaiah Rogers, like that was cool. Uh, but you know, he's an NFL. Like, how is he going to be able to have the free time to play? Like, he, it was cool to have him here.
2: It's actually a better. You,
0: I'd rather deal with Isaiah Rogers and that whole situation than deal with. It. K-Mac problem. Problem wasn't as bad, but K-Mac was terrible Um, season one as far as trying to reach out, trying to schedule of games. And, you know, um, that whole aspect was just annoying. But, like you said, you could potentially run into that guy, but like I said, you know, with the, the amount of Madden they play and how long our quarters are and how long the season is and, you know, every 72 hours, like I, I can get why it's last on a list of priorities and why it might fall to the back some, in
1: some cases., um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it sounds it sounds good to those guys at the start because everybody's excited to have Madden. But then when they go to put their games in weekend leave and everything else, it just becomes a chore <laughs> at that point, and it't yeah. and it's not fun. It, it doesn't become fun to them to play in the CFM, because at that point it becomes a chore. And once it mm-hmm. becomes a chore, it's like like we said, it's not gonna be a priority. Um so it's, it's a necessary evil to have some of those guys here to get you know, a, a here to, you know to give, it, to give some you know, some eyes to see it. Um but at the same time you do run the risk of having a risk of it become a chore rather than the exciting because they can leave. Exactly. Exactly. I it becomes a it basically becomes a chore. They
0: look at it you're not making money off of it, especially if you're not really doing a YouTube series. And YouTube series are fun to do, but they're a lot of work, as you know, but as I know as well. I've never been really able to finish one because something comes up, and I never really get back into it. And it's it is a lot of work to do a YouTube series. Um, but you know, uh, who if drama gets that, I think that that's the best fit, like you were saying. Um, it would be interesting to see how that that whole uh, you know division plays out. Speaking about uh, divisions, the playoffs are almost here. What are your biggest? What's what's the biggest surprise uh, so far this 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 season for uh, everybody L- looking Cammy, at
3: Cammy, the Cammy 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 Cammy
0: Cammy 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 <laughs> Cammy takes the takes the whole camcabo like and Cammy. The way he's playing, um, when I did play him, I did see shades of Cammie as far as you could find way – he could definitely hurt himself. I don't think he's Super Bowl bound by the way he's playing. Um, he's playing smart. He's letting the other team make his turnovers. But if you put Cami in a position where he has to try to, you know, make plays happen as well, then you're going to find, uh, you know, find that – that he really can't make those plays happen, um like the upper tier guys can. Um, yeah, it was
3: like yeah. running through the playoff teams really quick, right? Like DK with the Rams, no surprise. Close with the Bucks, no surprise. King Mike with the Packers, no surprise. I mean, I'm a little surprised myself with the Giants, but um you know, I don't think that was that was the biggest shocker out there. Z with the not- Seahawks, I think Z's done a really good job with the Seahawks. Credit to him, like. Uh, a little bit of a surprise that Z was able to do it in season one with the Seahawks, like I did with the Giants. But, um, you know, he's a good player. Uh, we with the Commanders, I wouldn't say that's too much of a surprise. Um, it's S.P. Dodd with the Bears. Given how he started the season, like, good for him because that Ross is really bad. But still, S.P. Dodd made two Super Bowls in a row. Not a surprise. D.B. Um, with the Broncos, no one really knew what to expect from him. And honestly, somebody has to make the playoffs in the AFC. Like, my God. But it, it's still cool to see Debo in year one. So that that would be probably the biggest surprise if it weren't. Problem with the Texans, not a surprise. King K with the Ravens in that division, not a surprise. Bills with T. bandit did not a surprise. Uh, Jack with the Chiefs in that division, that conference, not a surprise. Uh, Hype Mike with the Jaguars being a uh, being as high as he is, a little bit of a surprise. But given the way that that division has kind of ran down, the comp wasn't really there between. Problem not playing and quitting the game. Uh, Baba and then Isaiah Rodgers. Yeah, he uh, he was given a good situation. But, you know, a little surprise from the Jaguars, but it's hype Mike. But Cammy, Cammy, that's where you're like, wait, hold on a second. He's the one seed in the AFC? Like, I know it's the AFC, but still, like, that's pretty damn
0: good. And he's beaten some good people over the last couple of weeks, I
3: believe.
0: Hey, he took out the Patriots. A, we're in was a shocker as well. Um... <laughs> uh, but uh, just want to touch on one thing too with the the problem situation and uh, why another reason why I think drama would be a good addition over somebody else. Um, between with the with the way that season one has mapped out with the turnaround we've had already, the uh, you know lack of a tribute request until recently, which we'll talk about in a second, and then also the potential of uh, our buddy Leaving, as well as the breakfast show not being on daily, I think drama also will provide a good spark to the league. Um, I feel like it's. It, I feel like morale hasn't been like down in the dumps, but it's been lower than usual. Uh, maybe that's just because I've been on the outside, not really paying attention to too much. But I, how do you guys feel about that you know, side of things sure. as well? Because, because as well. Like, it's also down in the dumps because it's, so bad. Yeah, it's how bad CFM is and mean. how many
2: glitches there is. What was that, Cook? Cook, you th-
0: Cook did you say something?
1: Right, I'll, I'll say something, but I mean, I, I agree, man. Uh, um, I think it's just been a different thing to be
2: a lot of guys you know, everyone's getting used to the new game, right? The game's not saving, you know, people, you know for whatever reasons. Um, mm-hmm. does, you know, the emergency is coming out, and, you you to to yeah you already I, I, I don't know, know. All right. is he is he breaking yeah. up for you yeah. I can't. yeah 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 he's breaking up for me
3: too but um uh, my my bad oh my about uh, died. You're ass. But um, the one thing I'll say about drama is he is known to uh, do content when he wins and not do content when he loses. So I, I just disappear from the Discord in general just magically when he's not having a good season. So I wouldn't say he keeps the same energy throughout. Can he? Sure. I, I think he still. I think he can. Whether he wins or loses, if he gets the team next year. I hope he does. Like it always is better when drama is doing whatever the hell he's doing. <laughs> and I think he can make quite the story of this Texas team because, like we talked about, there were zero expectations on him. And like he's always had a decent team. Now he just has like the worst team in the league. There are zero expectations on him. He goes like four and fifteen or whatever, or four and 13 We'll laugh at him, but we won't be like, "Hey." Uh, I could have done better because, like, I don't know people could do better with that Texas team. So it's just he can, make, he can make a story out of this. He can make a journey out of this that could be fun to follow. And if he turns that team around, then you get all the credit. If you don't, then you don't get all the jeers. So, yeah, you know, just a nice spot to uh, come in with zero expectations. Not a lot of wins, but no expectations. For for
2: yeah, extra
1: exactly. content point, Cook, you should write a for extra content points.
0: <laughs> right. Um, uh, you know, speaking of content points, now we got stuff to be use our content points on. Uh attribute requests are now open. You can do on every twelve hours. Um, which is I think twelve hours is good for just in general. I, I don't feel like people are overloading AR. Like I can't I can't do AR until after you know, more than twelve hours because I got work. You know, but sometimes that twenty-four hour window is a pain in the ass because you'll do them at eight PM, and then the next night you might be busy at eight PM. Yeah, and in you your case, you're gonna sleep at eight. <laughs> yeah, you go, I might be sleeping at eight instead of being able oh, to. Oh, you it guys actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Off, yeah. Like, it's, instead of being able to do it at six, you know, it's still it's close to twenty-four hours, and it's not like I'm overloading AR, but it's like you know, certain things lead to situations where you might not be able to get it in. There. And I feel like with 12 hours, I think that's a good good place for it as far as, I don't think people are free all the time to just pop in AR every 12 hours besides probably Cook. But even even Cook will forget about it. So it's not like it's going to overload, the, overload uh, PML and observers. But uh,
3: to get oh, wait, like, yeah no, like, uh,
2: I, look, I, was,
3: I was gonna say with the uh, like 12 hour stuff right like I I, I think Kincaid probably is by part of to somebody, but I yeah. over the course of the season had triple get saved up by the time we were uh, ready to do a tribute request and that's including the trades being done so like I'm able to slam these things in right now for twelve hours on on end almost but when we start a fresh new season or like whenever whenever that content point thing dries up, right? I'm not doing it every 12 hours. Like, I'm not, not fucking cow. And it's just milking out content points out here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't do it every 12 hours if you don't have the points, which at some point you won't. So, that 12 hour limit, it's, it's there only if you need it. Right now, everybody needs it because we haven't high content all year. It's, uh, it's, it's, a decent, uh, decent
0: balance. I guess you what to call it I don't have a better word. So, um, you know, I, some of the cool things about AR, um, you know, you get the trust, the wellness, and I forgot the other. There's a few things that go into it. Trust, wellness, and I'm I'm actually pulling. Hey, up no,
3: I there there's one thing I read where like you can put in a request and it not show up. Like, what the hell is that? No, that's gotta go. That has gotta go. Oh I yeah, that, like I, I don't understand that. Like, why would that? Why would that be a feature?
1: Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of that either. And you lose a content point. Like, like, oh, I don't like that. Like, you got to get you lose a content point even if it doesn't show up.
3: Yeah, I, I wouldn't discourage people from doing content because like if, if it doesn't pop up and someone's like, okay, fuck this, you know, it's like, um, you know, yeah,
2: yeah
3: so I mean, it. It. but you got a reason for
0: it. No, 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 no. I'm saying like JT likes the risk reward, but I think that's going a little too far with it because it is gonna it's gonna turn people off um when they they don't get that content point put through. It's pr- it's
3: uh-huh. pretty much like uh, leaving the freaking injuries on and saying, all right,
0: let's let's see if your guy gets
3: injured in a game you already played. It's pretty much on that <laughs> level right there. Where it's like, why do like I already did the content? Why am I risking? Why am I risking injury here? Yeah. And, so any counts just see season progress? By the way, that, that's another thing that's just
0: like that. That should not happen. There's zero reason. That's that's the main thing why I I think like you're doing the content, you're putting in the work. That's like you know, that's like somebody just take it, you work in eight hours and you're not getting paid for. it. You know what I mean? Like I know, you, you do eight, eight hours, like oh, so for, for,
3: for an hour. You know what? Um, you uh, you lost our jackpot. Like, you lost a slot system, we took away
0: your pen. Like, what? You can't do that. Now here, here's where I, I, I think it, it, it's a good thing. Like, he added um, the ability to do multiple attribute requests at once once you reach a certain level, which is That's cool with the that, That's the stuff that's cool. I don't think you can go as, as far as not given the uh, point, not awarding the attribute requests and wasting that point like that's that's going to turn a lot of people off
3: yeah once again though you're doing multiple you're saying you can do multiple like ar for one person at one time like i could do like saquon barkley
0: juke and spin at the same time i I believe so i believe that's one of the options there's also options of uh i would have to check with jt but he was talking about how I, I don't know if you noticed that while doing AR, you could add more AR. Like you you could do one right now, but you in the future you will be able to add more AR as you're going along. I don't know if it's for a different player or if you could do it for one player. Um, that's something you have to talk to. But those would be good, like to build that, build the trust with your player, build the wellness, build the uh, focus with your player. Like that'll be good things to add. But um, you know, yeah. not uh, awarding a a tribute role is kind of overboard as far as it's going to turn a lot of people off because especially when this first hits, there's not going to be a lot of people doing all this to do the AR. So yeah, that, it's going to turn a lot of people off. Yeah. And uh
3: I forgot what I was going to say, but um, one, one of the good things about the AR I guess I'll, I'll transition to is that it shows you uh, the AR you've done so far and the time you've done it. I don't need that personally because like, I, I could jot down the time in my notes. I have notes already for like what I'm doing for these things from past years. So like, but like for a lot of people, it is really useful. And even if you like, you know, you just do AR at a certain time, you forget. You can you just go on the site and check. I I, I do remember what I was saying that um, like doing the multiple ARs at once thing. Like it, it's a cool feature, but once again, you
0: need the extra content points or just like the twelve hour thing. So you need the extra content points. You also need that focus, and that, well, you also need to go through the immersion system to so you can get that. And there's different options through the immersion system. Um, but the, not awarding a, uh, a tribute for when you spend a content point is, is going a little too far. Uh, people already have an issue with the XP being low and needing content to build. Then you start adding that, the fact that the content doesn't guarantee you the ability to build. Then they're going to be like, well, what are we doing here? you know what i mean like what's the whole point of it um that's the only downside now who knows if you know what happens going forward but that's my only downside to that whole situation but as far as adding the putting extra ar in um you know for that day or and that stuff is going to be really cool um but that's live uh anything else uh the draft we found it, uh, a way around the draft if they don't fix it there's another patch coming out when did, did that patch already come out or is it not out yet like what is the next patch that's uh, supposed to fix more glitches i don't, so, don't, I don't think
3: i don't think that patch is on its way yeah they just put out a post saying that this is what they're looking at they're um I don't know if it's their forums or what, their EA, like, Madden forums or what whatever it was, but they put out, like, what they're looking at fixing, which is the main stuff that we know about that they should have been That's doing cool. two years ago, but they put out that they're, that they're now investigating. So it's- yeah, they, they,
0: thankfully they're investigating, but uh, if if the draft doesn't work, um, you know, the whole draft board situation where, uh, you know, we're going to have the draft offline. Uh, probably like on Discord, like we did a free agency draft, and then set everybody. Everybody's gonna have to set their draft board accordingly. I think that would be a great way to fix all that. And honestly, we there was a, somebody brought up. Well, what if somebody messes with that draft board stuff? Well, then at that point, what kind of punishment do you think would would see fit? Do you do you think they should lose a draft pick? Do, do do you think there's some type of punishment that should come along with it? If it, it, would, it would be pretty big. It would be pretty. Big. Yeah, honestly, would,
3: they, they would be subject to losing their team if they if they intentionally mess with the draft board because this is like this is, we all have to work together on. This. There's no there's no benefit of you trying to because then you mess it up for the whole league. You're you're probably getting kicked out. The, yeah,
0: I would say if you mess
3: with the draft,
0: board, you're probably getting kicked out. The. And honestly, you should because it's like. We're already dealing with this issue that's created by uh, EA and, you know, their inability to provide us with a stable franchise mode. And on top of that, you're also going to add to that. It's like, well, you know, what do you want us to do with you at that point? Like, it's either a lengthy suspension as well as like a draft pick compensation. like something big has to It can't just be like a something um. Anything else you guys to want to talk about before we head out?
1: No, man. Just uh, you know, I think I think I just want to commend the um the Dallas coach for turning the season around. Man, he did a great job. Yeah, here we go. So I think that should be you know I think that should be talked about you know about starting zero and five and finishing nine and two. So I, I think that should be talked about. So I just want to commend Dallas for not giving up.
3: Uh, <laughs> good good job, not taking. <laughs> no, but, no,
1: don't you have, like, an outside chance of making the playoffs, though? Like, or is that, like... I you actually do have an outside chance. If I win out, and some some people take some losses, I'm have, have, have a slim chance of making it.
3: Yeah, uh, no, um, if, if you beat Wimmy and you can get, like, a, I, I don't know, um, I think you guys would split, but you might have a better division record than him. You can move up on Wimmy and then, um, you know, hope for, like, a Bears loss or... Uh, or a loss or something like that. Like you you a shot a bit. And um I think my man Madden needs to be updated. I don't know if M Z plays yeah, but if Z was his last two as well. Then like you know, there's somehow opportunity, which I did not think it was possible the way you started 0 and five and is down to dump we were trying to trade Dak. So it's it's definitely oh, a
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh the fire sale in Dallas. It was a straight fire sale and, in Dallas. Can, can you say good job tanking to, to me folks? Make me feel better.
3: Yeah, yeah, good job,
0: tank, bro. You got you getting the number two pick. I mean, you
3: can't out tank JT, who is the commission with zero games.
0: You've what, done a good what, job. What the fuck? Out tanking JT is like a, a mission.
3: JT who out tanked he out tanked Greeny in a season series two zero. Like he's on
0: another level. JT is the ultimate tanker. Tanker number one. Uh, but that's gonna be uh the for the show. Everybody have a great day, and we'll see you next time mm mm-hmm.